0: Have you ever wished you could peek through the curtain to the world beyond our earthly existence? In several riveting passages, the Talmud tantalizes us with a sketch of the hereafter. I came across one such section this week as part of the Yomi Page a Day, Talmud study program in which I participate, along with tens of thousands around the world. My loose translation, Rabbi Yehoshua ben Levi became ill and was about to die when he returned to good health, his father said to him, What did you see when you were about to die? He said to him, I saw an inverted world. Those who are considered important in this world up there were insignificant, while those who are not important in this world were important above. He said to him, My son, you have seen a clear world. The world you have seen is the true world. Not only do we venerate the wrong people, The Talmud asserts. But in fact, those who we champion may be precisely the opposite of the ones that we should. Conversely, those we dismiss may be most deserving of our esteem. The Torah often highlights characters worthy of our admiration, such as Moshe, at once the most accomplished and surprising leader in Jewish history. We already discovered in last week's Parsha that Moshe is a complicated figure. A study in contrasts. He is born bathed in the light of holiness, but raised amidst debauched Egyptian royalty. He abandons his privileged position by fearlessly defending a single fellow Jew, yet doubts his facility to return and save the nation as a whole. Perhaps most notable about Moshe, and most striking in its contrast to modern political aspirants, is his sheer reticence Over and over again, Moshe eschews the mantle of leadership, even as God himself implores him to embrace it. We observed this dynamic last week at the burning bush and encounter it again in our current Parsha as God twice instructs Moshe to speak with Pharaoh to demand the nation's freedom. Interestingly, while the Torah presents Moshe's many protestations, it never describes his verbal acquiescence. Rather, he simply does what he is asked. Moshe and Aaron... Did as Hashem commanded them, so they did. This most reluctant savior is also a daring, audacious man of action. His is the most salient expression of the Mishnah's ethical teaching to say a little, but do a lot. In contrast to our modern sensibilities, bombast and self promotion are not essential to achievement, and in fact, as per the Talmud above, they may be antithetical to it. In fact, we might read the Torah's narrative as a polemic against the pompous Pharaoh who continually promises to liberate the Israelites and then recants, precisely the opposite of our biblical hero. A biography by Jonathan Rosenblum, an author I recently interviewed, will soon be released about the late Rabbi Meir Schuster. Rabbi Schuster, by others' accounts and by his own disclosure, was not in any sense smooth or charismatic or a man of words. Yet, for decades, he spent his days at the Western Wall approaching Jewish travelers, total strangers, inviting them to experience a Shabbat meal or a Torah class. Thousands of people, literally, owe their reconnection to Judaism, principally to one man's willingness to bypass his natural limitations and simply do. Great activists throughout Jewish history were able to manifest both humility and achievement because they believed themselves to be emissaries of the divine, gifted with particular abilities to employ in their mission. Pharaoh, and his contemporary analogues, perceived himself as a demigod. According to the Midrash, he would go to the Nile each morning to relieve himself so that others would never see him engaged in this lowly human activity, thus reaffirming his, quote, divinity. In complete contrast, Moshe perceived himself as an eved Ne'eman, a faithful servant. Remarkably, his singular mention in the entire Passover Haggadah, a story in which he presumably plays a starring role, comes in the verse, and the Jews believed in God, and in Moshe, his servant. We are so thoroughly ensconced in Western culture that, too often, we uncritically adopt its values. We are conditioned to believe that we must combat others' bluster with bravado of our own, that the louder and more dramatic the rhetoric, the more worthy the cause, and that public signaling on social platforms matters more than the actions we undertake in the solitude of our tangible lives. We would be wise to consider the Talmud's insight. The spiritual world stands opposite these values. True greatness resides in our humble deeds in service of others and the divine. Shabbat Shalom.